Hello, Hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm Matt Acevedo. I'm Christian Hughes. And we are at the D- Division 1, Round 4. This is the final round before yeah. we go into the championship. We're back at it, Matt. We're back at it. New season, new characters, yeah. new roster. That's right, man. First final matchup for Division 1. It's, it's kind of crazy that it's already happening. It's, it's, yep. <laughs> it's like super crazy. We're moving at a real rapid pace here this year. We're not messing around. We got to get to the bottom of this, you know? Well, no, because now we have a champion. It's like, are any of them better than Doctor Who? Well, we got to find a new champion who can take on that fight first. So yeah. this is, you know, there's real stakes now. Yeah, there are stakes, and the stakes have never been higher. So any of these, can, any of these potential characters, these characters, can they take on Doctor Who? We'll find out. Uh, and just as a refresher for those of us new to our show this is a fictional face-off it's not just a fight it's about you know who has the most emotional resonance who's the most interesting who's the most evil and vile and original who's the most iconic we take all factors into a fictional character's trait from every genre that you can possibly think of pit them against each other all characters are chosen randomly Mm -hmm. and uh it's sort of like a massive battle royale right yeah, exactly. It, it, that's a really good way of putting it. It's like a celebration of these guys, too. Oh, absolutely. All these characters we do love. Yeah, so. best of the best. Cream of the crop. Yeah, I totally agree, man. So welcome, new listeners. Also, if you are new, make sure to leave us a little review on iTunes. That'd be super, super awesome. That'd be really cool. It would help us get more people to listen. And so Yeah, far, or just share with your friends if you want to put a name in the bucket. That's true, because we have our Patreon up now. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool things you can do, but there's some great things we can do on this show. Mm-hmm. So let's get it started. Matt, who do we have today? All right. Division one, round four. Here we go. We have Dexter from Dexter's Lab versus Michael from The Good Place, followed by Troy Barnes from Community versus Static Shock, superhero. Wow. Um, okay. So we've got two cartoon characters, a demon. And like a pretty cool dude. Yeah. And yeah. just like a nerd. Yeah, he's a he. he we'll get to Troy because he actually We've got has two like, nerds. We do. We have two superpowered beings and two nerds. Dude, this should be an interesting matchup. Okay, let's jump into the first one: Dexter's Lab versus Michael from The Good Place. I'm gonna start out of the gate by saying, look, Dexter. First off, he's a boy genius, and mm-hmm. he grows up to be like an incredibly, like even more smart, powerful dude. He's able to hide a laboratory in his in his room that's on the second floor of his parents' house, like. This guy is the real deal. You know, when I think Dexter, I mean, I wanted to be Dexter growing up. I actually did Dexter as a Halloween costume when yeah. I was a kid. Dexter is a really interesting character. There's an episode in where he goes to the future and it's like apocalyptic. And yeah. he meets like all the different time versions of Dexter. There's yeah. like a really lame version, which is kind of like his dad, who's sort of like a dorky loser. It's like a ripped one. Yeah. And then there's the super ripped one. Then there's the old grandpa one. Who's like the smartest to all of them somehow. Yeah, dude. That, I remember that. I have that on VHS. It's called uh, Dexter's lab ego trip. It's so good. Yeah. It's a really fun show. Uh, I think everyone, it, it's a little bit like Codename Kids Next Door, where it's like these kids have like, he has his own secret clubhouse, but for him, it's a secret lab. Yeah. You know, he goes into his closet in his room and then suddenly he drops down a pipe chute and he's got this massive laboratory where he has all these creations. He has Monkey. He made Monkey. He made who Monkey. He a superpower, but, I, but he doesn't know that. Yeah. He doesn't know that Monkey's Which a, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has his sister, Dee Dee, who uh, wrecks shop in his house, but he is still like a regular kid. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's out there. He's trying to he's a kid that really just wants to learn and experiment and be the smartest person in the world, yep. um, which at times he he thinks he is. But he has he has his rival. 
Yeah, Mandark. Yeah, with his, that great laugh. He has Mandark, who's his evil rival, and then there's also that episode where he has he meets basically like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, and it's like the Willy Wonka esque. So like he has um like true rivals and inspirations in the science community. He's not just like necessarily the be all end all. Like he does lose a lot. He oh a lot. I mean, but that's what that's what's great about Dexter is that he is he's a scientist and scientists like have to. It's trial and tribulation. Like yeah. he has to try, fail, and then try again. It's part like that's what he's a great character because of that, you know. And he does fail a lot. Um, and then remember the one episode where he his parents like it's like the team up with everyone, Major Glory and all of them. And yes. Like, and then his parents find out that he's he's has a lab, and they become like superheroes together. But they he, like makes them lose their memory at the end of it. I also remember an episode where he makes his own action figure, and then he gets like sued for it. Yeah, <laughs> of copyright law. <laughs> See, the, I think this is what we're doing right now. The fact that we're able to talk about all these specific episodes still, I think, holds true to what is the, the staple of Dexter. Yeah, he's a really interesting character that uh, allows for his universe to come to life. Without the way they designed him as a person, it wouldn't necessarily work. He's like very uptight, but he also is very childlike at the same mm-hmm. time. It's weird. They, he has these two conflicting personalities where he wants everything to be like perfectly orderly. And yet at the same time, he loves sugar and like treats and action figures and, you know, but yeah. so they, they like to sort of give him the both childlike and uh, almost Sheldon like qualities from like Big Bang Theory. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, you know, but on the other hand, we do have Michael from The Good Place. Michael, has, if this is going to get into spoiler territory, because yeah. we have to. Oh, yeah. This is definitely one of the first times we need to do spoiler warning in yeah, a while. Yeah, it's pretty big spoilers, but, you know. So, here's your warning, and here we go. So, Michael um, is actually a demon. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a super demon. Yeah, a super demon who... Uh, you know, in the demon council, he tries to make uh, something a new form of torture. So the good place is actually his experiment to torture these four uh-huh. souls, which is uh, you know, Kristen Bell's character, uh, uh, it's uh, Chidi, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on there. Jason and uh, uh, I'm, it's been a minute, but those characters, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he's through seeing them though they they are the test subjects but they always tend to come together um in all the simulations so through that he, he kind of sees that they that these people can change and they can right. be good uh and he he's like kind of develops a relationship with them over time um which has him change has a change of heart basically and now he is trying to in a very very tight nutshell trying to get them into the good place well that's so that's the real <laughs> crux of this right because when you die in this universe you go to the good place or the bad place and he's allowed to as as a designer in the bad place he was given the opportunity to come up with the worst torture he could think of which was really like a manipulation to these yeah. people to to trick them and i think the amazing thing about his character is he's this super all-powerful being he could have just ridden the wave however he wanted he could have stayed as a bad person but instead as a character in his universe they only have one motivation which is to torture humans right mm-hmm. and he finds somehow a way to learn from these people that he and I wouldn't call him omnipotent, but an eternal being, right? He's been alive for all of humanity. Yeah. And now he suddenly sees, like, the goodness in people because of his interactions with them. And I think it's a really interesting way to show um, how people can change. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of people who talk about 
you know, one of the biggest problems in this country uh, for people that, you know, have like are maybe homophobic or racist. Like one of the biggest problems is so many of these people live in areas where they don't actually interact with people of color or people from LGBT. Right. And so like here's this person who's basically specious. Right. He like hates all these other people. Yeah. And he just wants to like torture them. Like it's very it's very metaphorical. And then in the way that he learns from them and sees like, oh, they're actually like similar in a number of ways. Yeah. It, it's it's I think they're actually trying to deliver a message that goes under the radar about how people can change just it's, based the, on their the interactions show is actually about Michael. I think I think. Yes, and I it's, agree. A, it's going to end with him becoming an angel. I agree. I think it's both about Michael and obviously, I mean, the four. Yeah. But recently also, it's been about how it's hard to actually like do good because there's yeah. just so much in it. Like, and it's all and, about like trying to make the right choices. And speaking of spoilers, we're going to keep going down this uh, little spoiler track. Um, there's no way for you to know when we're done talking about it. So here we go. Um, yeah. So in if we find out too in the latest season that in the good place, no one's been accepted to the good place in like what was it? 500 5, years yes, or something 500. like that. Yeah. Hundreds of years, if not thousands. Hundreds of years. Yeah. Uh, so there's something weird going on there. And I think it goes back to... I think it was like a like a hundred years, like a couple hundred years. Yeah. 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 Um, even though like in the, they find this one character um, whose name I'm blanking on. Glenn, I believe. Glenn. I believe his name is Glenn. Yeah. And he is the literally the... He's someone who was bad in the beginning of his life. Or like he, he, he grew up doing bad things, but now he's just so like perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, to the point where he's just trying so hard to get into it and yet he he still can't make it in right. to a good place. So that's like the conspiracy and going on. It's because they realize like everything is so interconnected. Like it's all about um consumerism and consumption, you know. It's like there is no moral consumption, people will say, because everything you do, it, every choice you make, there's so many other things attached to it because of like how we get our food, how we get our electronics, like everything you do has like a knock on effect. And now that the world's so interconnected, Michael is so interesting because he's almost like, he's the result of a knock on effect of the people that he interacts with. Yeah. Like he is a part of a chain of events that have led him to this place and he's no longer a demon, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he was supposed to be bad, but he never questioned it. And now that he met these people that caused him to question. It's it's almost like Michael is the, the common man yes. working for a big corporation. That's, that's, you know, you're blindly serving for someone not realizing the effects it's having. And when you start to think outside the box, you get these realizations. It's kind of what Michael's going down. Yeah. You know, he's, he's representative all the metaphors of basically like the, lack of experience right like and just how just following orders is bad like not questioning things not trying to figure out like a better way to do or see things um also let's not forget like the dude's super powerful because he's a demon like it's just an interesting quality about him he's like incredibly smart a a world yes you know yes and it's it's uh such an interesting story because there's so many stories of like the fallen angel like the good character becomes bad but he's a bad character that turned good yeah and it's because he gets beaten by the good characters over and over again he keeps trying to torture these people but they keep figuring out his plan and because they can keep figuring out michael's plan they end up torturing him which is inadvertent it's the opposite of what he was doing and so it just it makes him question everything because he is supposed to be smarter than them they are supposed to be like lower than him he looks down on them but because they manage to outclass him and outthink him uh and out manipulate him time and time again he gives up because he realizes 
that not only is he going to lose, it's going to be bad for him. He's going to get, you know, sentenced by like the all demon for this. Yeah. And um, he actually has to work together with them. Yeah. Uh, we haven't compared these characters. We need to do that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> We're just talking about how much we like that. We do. See, this is where the show gets really hard is because like. We well, just like talking about these characters. I think it's also because we had so many, like the last things we were recording were, you know, the finales where we would go over the characters so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get down to it. Um, who would win in a fight? I Like, Michael can't lose. He's a demon. Yeah. That's, that's He can erase true. Dexter's memory. Like He could do that. But Dexter... But he can erase Dexter's memory. Like, Dexter's yeah. whole thing is his brain. Like, he could build stuff. He could definitely make himself powerful enough to possibly defeat michael if but you can't kill a demon like he would just go back to the other side like you can't or can you because remember these people get terminated and we don't know what happens to them but that's by other demons i don't know if a living oh, yeah. person like his corporeal form probably doesn't matter that's very true so i mean definitely in a fight i don't think that's fair you know that's like it's definitely gonna go to michael yeah it's got to yeah he's a demon yeah dexter's a little kid yeah and also dexter Without isn't a, like a really sociable person and he would need to be a sociable person to out to like to beat michael you have to uh he would just sway him dude you know you go i'm let do yeah I'm you need <laughs> well you need you need so michael is is really smart yeah but he's dumb when it comes to emotional intelligence and that's why he always loses but, so dexter's also but dumb when dexter's to... super dumb with that so yeah. yeah dexter would not be able to beat him there yeah, look, so here's what's fascinating about both these characters. They're both inventors. They're both creators. Oh, that's true. Who, Michael is the architect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Say, who do you think would be able to, I don't know, who who does, who would win in a science fair? In a science fair? That yeah. doesn't seem fair. That's a little biased. I, I was going somewhere with it. Maybe Nobel Peace Prize, because I guess they both are creating some, they both create something crazy. Well, I mean... Here's what I would say is who's more iconic? It's I I would have to give it to Dexter it's just only because the good place is so much newer. Um people see Ted Danson, they're still gonna think cheers, although like obviously that show is very popular right now. I think just more people would recognize Dexter. I mean he's a meme. Yeah, he's, he's many meme. memes. He's many memes. Um so I would say like his just overall reach is possibly bigger as well. Yeah. For that reason. I think he's I like think, a more recognizable I th- character. I think he's very recognizable. I think in terms of memorability, though, I kind of get the, I and you know, I kind of think that Dexter, a lot of our, a lot of things that make him memorable is the factors around him. Yeah, like the lab. Uh, and oh the yeah, it's his universe. His sister, absolutely. I don't think Dexter necessarily. Correct. Is the is the like the character of Dexter? I don't think is as deep as the world of Dexter. I absolutely agree. I will I will say this also um you know if you look at these two characters with Michael or Dexter you might wonder who's more original. Like what's a more interesting character? And I would say the boy genius trope is a very standard one and yeah, we, I Yeah, we had that many times before Dexter. Yeah, and there's bad guys that become good but not in the way that we've seen like w- with what's happened with Michael and the whole concept of that show is so different. He's not like a Vegeta, he's not like a bad guy that turns and joins the good guys. Well, he's he's Iago from Aladdin. Let's be real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's really actually like super different. He's like, very very different. I yeah. I could I really stretch to think of anyone that I can compare to his character. Yeah, I, I honestly think that like that, you know, for me like he is actually my favorite character because of because of the complexity of 
range that he has to think yeah. through, like his thought process and like how he actually is affected by these people. I I love that character, and that's why I honestly think that like he's he's dude, he's gonna be a good guy at the end of this. He's gonna be an angel, like, absolutely. But I I think he's just such a complex, interesting. Or he's character. gonna have to sacrifice himself for them. Yeah. It's I, oh I my so god! Too. It's gonna be the trolley problem. Yo, dude. He's gonna have to make a choice to either like save like one person, which would be him, or everyone else. Then he's oh, it's gonna be the trolley problem. And then he's gonna come back as an angel because that's like be sort of how they ended the second season. But they're yeah. gonna bring it full circle on that. Yeah, I think so. It was almost like, but the, it's gonna be a test. We'll see. Uh, here's what. Okay, I, like, think, I, I think he's a. I think he's a much more. Uh, I'm, uh, I think he's very ultimate. I think yeah. he's. he's uh, I love Dexter, and so I. I mean, I, I dress up as Dexter as a kid. I watched it every day. But like I said, I think that the environment that Dexter is in is what makes Dexter interesting. Yeah, and I think that's his biggest downfall. I would, I would agree, and I also just think when it comes down to it, Dexter is a bit of a tropey character mm-hmm. more so than Michael. I just think there's more interesting conversations we can have around Michael than we can with Dexter. Um, it's interesting because I think Dexter is the bigger, more well-known, more renowned, possi- probably more popular character, but I don't actually think he's as good of a character as Michael. Yeah, I'm with you there. So, okay. I'm sorry, Dexter. Looks like the secret's out. Yeah. <laughs> You're grounded. I don't know. <laughs> um, What's this button do, Dexter? Oh, ooh. And he gets launched out of the house. <laughs> sorry, dude. All right, Michael's going on. Next up. We have Troy Bonds from Community versus Static Shock. Okay. Superhero. Uh, I just want to say real quick, Static Shock is super dope. I loved that cartoon. I don't understand why out of all the DC live action stuff, we're not getting a Static Shock. He is one of the coolest characters. Uh, the cartoon series on, I think it was a Kids, Kids WB. WB. Yeah. Like he had like, he would just take like metals and like almost Magneto like he could like you control electromagnetism so he could bend the metals and stuff and he would just fold them out and ride them in the air to fly around yeah uh and he's got you know thor like powers maybe not quite as powerful powerful, as thor but but still like pretty strong yes incredibly strong um and they give troy barnes troy barnes who he is he's a weird character and the thing that i actually think is a problem with him is they started him out as he was supposed to be this sort of like ex-jock mm-hmm and, like, when you first meet him, he was supposed to be, like, dumb and X-Shock. And then by the end, he's, like, really nerdy and clever and, like, a nice guy. Yeah. And there's, like, a bit of an arc there. But I feel like at some point in the first season, they realized Troy and Abed are such a fun comedy duo mm-hmm. that they just decided to really just make him a nerd character and drop, like, I, the other part of him. But I also feel, I, I honestly think that that's kind of almost all the characters on that show, uh, except for Jeff. Um, you know, because yeah. you have Britta, who was the super intelligent person, and then they just really make her like pretty dumb. Yeah, everyone and, became like a caricature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I, you know, my thing with Troy is that what I love about Troy is that he's 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 like the heart of the team. You know. Oh yeah. He, the show he, fell apart once he left. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah the show absolutely fell apart. I once st- he left. I pretty and, much stopped watching. I never even completed it because once he left, I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and what I love about the even when he was a jock, he still like got excited. He had this purity to him as a character where he would get like just light up at you know, yeah, like oh chocolate. Well, that's balls. why. That's why he's in the bucket. Man. He's the best thing to come out of that show because even if he was sort of a different character than he became, the character ultimately that they created with him is very interesting. Um, and they they did always 
a little bit lean into him being like kind of dumb. Like he was never really like a smart guy. But he was he just is. into nerdy stuff. He had he was being he was a genius when it came to uh, refrigerator repairs. Yes, and, that's right. And I totally forgot repair, about that. Air conditioning repairs and. Uh, you know, he had John Goodman going to bat for him. He met Black Black Hitler in. The, in this, did you remember that episode? I it's, do now. It's so funny. It's so. There was weird. like gold hidden under the. Uh, there was an episode where there was gold hidden under. Yeah. The school also. And, yeah, man. Wasn't there almost like the a zombie-like episode too? <laughs> with like it was like social media scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the paintball episode. Oh, so good. So, like, he's been through a lot. He's been through war. There's he, the he D&D was, episode. There's the one he he went, you know, went against his best friend. He he was turned against him. You know, he literally led a war against Abed when it came to pillows versus blanket forts. Yeah. Which is an incredible episode. Did you ever see that one? Oh, yes. Oh, I love that one. I, I think... The um documentary. I think Troy brings a lot to the table. It's... Actually, a fun comparison with him and Static Shock because Static Shock's in high school. So, like, they're not too far separated because Troy's in community college. So they're both young guys. They're both hanging out with their friends. Yeah. And they both go on crazy adventures. Like, community eventually becomes this almost fantasy world kind of a school. Yeah. Um, whereas Static lives in a sci-fi world that it's like the way it works on the Static Shock show was it was almost like a, a zombie outbreak where there was like a chemical spill and all the people that were in the area, which it was like two gangs, mm-hmm. they like that. all got superpowers. And he was almost like an extra, like he didn't really belong there with those people, Yeah, which is why he's like on the outside of this superpowered war that's happening in his city. That's, oh, that's really cool, man. And that's, that's kind of representing a, a community that doesn't really get hurt in, in cartoons, I think. Right. You know, uh, that's really good. Dang. But, you know, besides that, I actually never really got too into Static Shock. Not, I just never, I was just watching a bunch of other stuff. I just, you know, I, I need to watch a Static Shock, man. Yeah, he never took off as a character in the way that other well, he had superheroes like four have. Seasons, you know, he had like a, he had a good run, I think. No, but then after the cartoon, like, I feel like he never became a mainstay like other DC comics. Yeah, like, they'd right? be, like I, it would have be, been cool to have Static Shock. I mean, Black Lightning's really good. But, yeah. But it's. I would have really liked a Static Shock show. Correct. Yeah. I think everyone would. Yeah. Um. I don't know if he's better than Troy though. Like, look, Troy is. Troy brings a lot to the table. He brings a lot of comedy. He brings. His timing is incredible. Yeah, and actually, I was just saying comedy, but they both bring that. Uh, so let's think about what they both bring that's similar, so we can try and figure out what's different about these characters and kind yeah. of pull them apart. They're definitely both bringing a lot of comedy. They both bring like crazy fantasy elements. They both bring adventure. They both bring action. Um. They're both representing communities. They're, I mean, they're both African-American characters. So, like, as far as, like, cultural relevancy and impact, they're doing a lot of similar things. But then the thing that I think Troy does that Static doesn't do as good is sort of, like, um, emotional response. Like, mm-hmm. there's some stuff with Static's family in the cartoon show, but it is ultimately just a cartoon where it's, like, Troy deals with, like, characters that are have, like, drug addictions, characters that, like, lose family members, characters that, like, just, um, like, infighting and, like, friend groups where someone basically, like, betrays another friend and, like, you see, like, that fallout. Like, he deals with a lot of stuff that people will go through in their life. And, like, I mean, I think both literally and metaphorically, this, like, the, the, the crew, the, the Greendale Six fall yes. apart when he leaves. Correct. You know what I mean? Like season five is not season five was better than season four, but it still was like missing that, you know? 
Yeah, and then I think so. The best he brings the crazy. He he he, he grounds the crazy. I think even though he's a little, he can be like really silly. The well, here's there's something he does that no one else does. What's that? He leaves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like a lot of the thing at the school is, and it's a weird, it was sort of a weird concept to, especially they're at a community college. So like they should have <laughs> only been there for two, maybe three years, not, you know, four or five, six. Yeah. But <laughs> so silly. I love that. It's like, you want those people to stay together forever. And obviously that can't happen. And that was a part of the theme of the show. Yeah. But he's the one who like really leaves. Like he, he goes on a on ship. A, so bad, yeah, so he yeah. goes on a ship. That's right. With uh, LeVar Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like he leaves and it was really hard because he and Abed were best we're friends. Best friends. And Abed like, was like, You gotta go, man. And he had so much there for his own life, but he gave all of it up because he knew that's what he needed to do for his next steps. And it meant like sort of pairing off and saying like bye to yeah. his old life so that he can like work towards his future. And that's something that people have to do at that age a lot, and it's like a really hard thing to do. A lot of times people will make choices to stay where their friends are even if that's not where their opportunities lie. And so he's sort of going out and doing that like very hard thing. Whereas with Static, it's just, you know, he mostly, he's fighting crime. He's doing all these great superhero things, but there aren't enough things interesting and unique about him as a character that I would say make him any more special than a lot of other superheroes. And and I love about Troy is that he stays true to himself. You know what I mean? Like when it came to going to, uh, you know, uh, air conditioning repair school or the other place, he chose not to do any of them because you know he's just he's just him and he's gonna do him. That's literally like that's literally what he says, you know. And um and I think there's like he he is like he knows who he is as a character and he sticks with that individuality. And I think that's really really cool. And the fact that he can leave like that is awesome. I love that character. Yeah, he's I amazing. Love Troy Barnes. I think we need to decide if Troy Barnes is better than Michael. I think we should say goodbye to Static Shock. Oh well, this is a shocking turn of events. <laughs> yes. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Sorry, Static. See ya. <laughs> what did he say? I put a shock to your system, right? Yeah. He was all about the electric Static pones. shock. I think the electric pones alone would be like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I think he had like one weapon where it was almost like the little like air filled like bubble wrap things and he would like fill them with electricity and throw them at people. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Static. You're going out. Anyways, now it's time for Michael and Troy Barnes to Thursday night NBC comedy people. Oh, wow. Yeah, NBC Universal bringing it. All right, so this is the final match yes, for the first is. division. We've got them. Let's get them. Whew. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be, I mean, I wouldn't call him a god, but a godly creature, right? Yeah. Like Michael is because he's supernatural. He's from another realm. He's from uh, the bad place, technically speaking. Yeah. We did our spoiler warning. We did. We were there. <laughs> we were there. But, you know, but we, on the other hand, we have Troy Barnes who, like, he is just the good guy he's like your best friend who also is incredibly like secretly smart and intelligent and it every you know like he's got a lot of like little little secrets that make him unique you know i have a real question for you i I think troy is sometimes like a really fun and engaging character but is there anything like super like a lot of times troy comes off to me as a very like tropey standard character michael feels like this original fresh idea something we've never really seen before really challenges mm. the viewer a lot like these are very like condensed uh seasons 
you know, the good place. Yes. There's so much happening with his character and so much movement. Whereas, like, yes, Troy's character has gone through a lot, but almost in the same way that, you know, what challenges us with, like, an anime or a cartoon character, it's like, well, of course they go through so much. But that's, like, it also almost lessens how important their experiences are because their experiences are always so heightened, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's, like, so over the top. Right, and I, I get that. But for me, what makes Troy great is that is just... It's 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 you know it's Donald Glover's sense of timing and comedy that I think I don't think I've ever seen this kind of timing in like from or at least in a long time I can't think of the last person who has this the way of delivery that sure. Donald Glover does and he brings to the to uh you know to Troy that you never know what he's gonna say next like I I was literally just rewatching it like Community and he would say things that are like serious like I'm not dumb. But and, and I, I can't even exp- I can't even say a line that would make sense. Yeah. He'll say something. It's like, huh, I know better than that. But you know, Cheerios or he'll say something like like that goes. He goes. He goes one way, and then you think he goes. I would even say the opposite way. He goes a completely different direction. That is always so funny, and I think that's really it's true. He is. He's maybe more comedic than Michael, considering they're both on comedies. Yeah. So I I'll give him a laugh factor. I think I'll give points. Ooh, this is a new one. That is a new <laughs> one because we're both comedy. Yeah, yeah. I, which I mean, like, really, we should be talking about this more. This is a in many ways a comedy podcast. We are not we're not no, we're not really throwing down here. Uh, yeah, no one's getting angry, flipping tables here on UFC. Yeah, but um, yeah. So laugh factor, I'll give you Troy, but I think originality goes to Michael because there have been characters like him. When it comes to Troy, and I can't really think of any character like Michael that I've seen before. Here's where I agree with you. Um, I mean, I agree with you, but <laughs> okay. here's why. All right. No, please go and on. Here's why. Troy, because <laughs> uh, you know, I, I uh, Troy, the, what, what happened with the community characters is, which is great, but I feel like they don't have a sense, they, 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 they don't really have a strong identity. Yeah, I think throughout the seasons they have changed so much; they're almost caricatures of what they were meant to be. Which is what um, happens with like every sitcom that goes on more than five years. But even more so with Community, because it became all, suddenly after season one, I would say, uh, from season two on, it became each each show was a specific jab at some sort of media. Yeah, it was, it, a, it was a different episodes theme. were like a one-shot RPG series. Yeah, like it, it was like. so different every episode. And that while there were themes that, and like, you know, choices that stayed with Troy, uh, I think what made him interesting was that, you know, they 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 kind of now he's the leader in this one. Yeah. And now he's the sidekick and now they have to save Chris. He has to save Chris. But see, this now- is this is where and this is why I was talking about like, well, this is what happens with anime character and cartoon characters. It's like I, I feel like Troy's more a product of the show that he's on than a product oh, of the I don't character. Think it's a, I don't think it's a strong character choice. Yeah. I think Michael's a stronger character for sure. But that's what we're that. here to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Because cause you could say like, well, Michael's a product of his character because he's also like, he's from like a demon world or whatever. It's like, yeah, but there's a there's a billion demons, but there's only one. There's only literally one demon that has turned good. Yeah. And he didn't start out that way. He wasn't like a good demon in the wrong place. Like, he learned he in the bad place. after he lost. Like, yeah. he lost. He learned through failure. It was, like, such an interesting character arc for him so so far. And, like, Troy, just like all of his cast members, radically changed. Like, constantly. Yeah. I feel like... That's a huge point for Michael. Yeah, that's a huge... I mean, let's but let's not factor, totally call it the second. Yeah, because Laugh Factor... We're two, laugh Factor, I mean, right we're now. two to one, Michael. I, I feel like... I feel like... Or at least, even if they're... Maybe it's one to one, because it's really originality, but... Uh, if you ask the question of who's more 
a product of the show, like of their environment versus who is a like character has a real sense of individuality. Like Michael would definitely win that argument. Yeah. Um, if they were to be in a fight. Oh, good point. I mean, Michael wins. Michael he could just win. snap his fingers Michael and would easily erase win. his brain. Um, <laughs> he could erase his brain. However, I think Troy Barnes could could like really mess with Michael the way the four did because he's unpredictable. Like, like you know what I mean? He is, he is. But I don't think any one person could have undone Michael. It took the combination of a group. So if you gave no, Troy his posse, sure. But yeah. if you gave Michael his posse, if he and the, his fellow good place fre- uh, brethren went yeah. up against Troy and the community group, I feel like Michael would prevail. Like they've been beating demons and judges of the afterlife. They could beat a bunch of people that have been in a community college for like five years somehow. <laughs> That's very true. That's it's really very, like very the true. worst conceit it's, for building a show that you want to go on for more than two or three years. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> funny though. They could they justify it very quickly, and I think it's really funny. like I always wondered if they planned on like you know rolling new characters in every year or so, and like having characters like because someone must have been like you know community college two three years max for pretty much everyone. Yeah, like, yeah. What was your plan here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's such man. a weird idea. I don't know. Man, I love Troy so much, man. Okay, look, if I gave you a shopping list and I was like, I need you to go pick up X, Y, and Z, who would you pick to take with you? Troy Barnes. Oh, interesting. I'd take Troy Barnes. Or are we talking Michael now or Michael before he... T- I mean, I guess you can't... I guess Michael in Sorry, general. forget take with you. Like, if you had a shopping list, you had to send it out. Because it's not... This isn't a hangout situation. It's like, who's going to follow directions better, essentially? Right? Oh. Like who is who is more task oriented? Who is more organized? Michael would, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he built that whole world. He's an architect. Like I just feel, I feel like okay. So I have a couple problems with Troy, right? I feel like he is um a a bad representation of people that have ADD. Oh, interesting. I didn't hmm. like they like they make him that. so bouncy aroundy and like trouble focusing, but they do it in like a funny way hmm. and. They can't ever seem to decide if he's smart or dumb. Yeah. Like, he started out as the jock, and he was, like, a doofus, and then suddenly he was a super nerd, and then he's, like, still dumb in class, but he was, like, excelling at this. Like, they, I felt like they never, like, you never really know, like, who is Troy Barnes, whereas with Michael, although he's constantly going through an identity crisis, you understand why. Yeah. Like, and, and, and you understand who Michael is, even if that means who Michael is is someone that is, like, always questioning what they're doing. Because he's, like, just striving for self-awareness. Yeah. Which is, like, such a weird thing for anyone on a TV show to do. Because I feel like how often do you get to see a fictional character who, like, gets you to ask questions with them about who they are? Because, like, most of the time when you start to, like, ask deep questions about any fictional characters, like, the strings all start to show on, you know, they're puppets. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they don't, there's not enough meat there. That's where I feel like Troy loses here in this conversation. Like, for me, unless you can think of something that differentiates the two, I think as, as I think Troy is a more fun and even cool character. Like, I, he's one of the most fun, cool characters I've seen. But I think Michael's, like, one of the most original and, like, weirdly deep, like, you know, there's something almost visceral, well, like you could like like his tactile, like his his spirit. I'm not gonna lie here. I, like he's a better character. I love Troy, but you know he's got great qualities. But Michael is just 
we are right. We've never seen someone like this. Like, and he's, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, he's going to end with him, you know, him being an angel. It's going to end with him being an angel. Yeah, if not that, like, I do, even though we've already seen it before, I do see another, like, trolley problem thing coming. Yeah. At the end of this. Yeah, but he's going to sacrifice himself. Yeah, there'll be some sort of sacrifice made. But he had a full, he went full Iago, you know? He went full, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Who else was bad? It went good. But, like, I'm like, this is like the best version of that. Well, former former competitor Vegeta. Oh yeah, that's true. That's Prince fair. of the Saiyans. Yeah, that's true. And you know, you know, we, we we talked about it, but he you know he had his he he was a, com- a conflicted person. You yeah. know, he had a lot to Absolutely. step up to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Anakin Skywalker. This... Yeah, I mean, I'll... he hasn't been on the show, but oh my god, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> Probably one. Kylo Ren. Probably, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I got to take a look at that bucket because I think Darth Vader's in there, but shouldn't it be Anakin Skywalker? Because it's actually, it's it was, one it character. Was, it, it's did, the same it, person. Mean, if, you, if you split him up. It's the same you person. Put, you can't. Yeah. Like, so I, I think if you just put Darth Vader, yeah, in we fine. We'll, we'll know. But if yeah. you put both Anakin and But it really Darth should Vader be there, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Interesting. Well. That's it. I think right? we got a winner. I think so, too. Sorry, sorry, Troy, but it uh, looks like you didn't get enough credits <laughs> to, uh, to move on to get your undergrad. Oh, Troy. Wow. One more year at community college. That's all you need. Well, he, he left to... Uh, I forgot why he left. He left with LeVar Burton, right? Yeah, but I forgot like what the reasoning was. I forgot what... like It was like to find himself or something like that. They went like sailing, right? <laughs> Weren't they on a ship? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shit. It was really weird. It was very uh, weird. It has nothing to do with the, uh, the you know, air conditioning it repair did not. school. Um, it was something crazy. He, he left that behind. He just, yeah. Anyways. But Michael will go on to the final round to the Season 2 Division 1 Championship. Heck yeah. I can't we're already here, man. I can't either. <laughs> we're moving fast now. We're moving we're fast. trucking. <laughs> but will any of them be good enough? To go up against Doctor Who, that's a real question. That's <laughs> a real question. But well, but as Patrick said, we don't want to jump too far ahead. They gotta win their first. They gotta win this division match first. Absolutely, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You know, like we always say this, but we we appreciate you so so much. Listeners. So much, so so much. Um, and we appreciate appreciate you even more when you leave us a nice little review. Uh, yeah, the yeah. stars are cool, but if you write something, even if it's five words, it's like amazing. Yeah. Also, yeah. you or know, share it. Like tell and you always tell your friends. Thank you guys. Just, just thank you. Like thank you, thank y'all you. are probably annoyed with this end part. Some of you might even skip it. I get it. Um, but like it would help us out. We appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you. For if you could do like that for you, us, that'd be awesome. We can keep doing this for you. Uh, and you can keep t- uh, tweeting at us your thoughts and comments. To say let us know if we got it right or wrong at UFC Pod on Twitter, and you can even send us an email at UFC Podcast. At ufcpodcast at gmail.com. No, no, no. Just email at ufcpod. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> that, don't worry about it. Um, I'm at Christian underscore Humes. I'm at the Matt Acevedo. And until next time, for the Division One Season season 2 Division One Championship, we'll see you next week, Understand.